Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there, and welcome to Dudes on Hockey Podcast. I'm Mike, that's Doug. Dude, we are live on Periscope. There are 13 people (laughs) watching the podcast be recorded live. It's a sneak preview, dude. Think of it that way. It is. Well, I mean, and and if anyone would dare go back and listen to it again, then I question how much free time you have. (laughs) We have someone saying hello from Brazil. No this way. This is incredible, actually. Uh, we've got so many international My mom lives in Brazil now? Dude, enough mom jokes, dude. Enough mom jokes. Your okay. mom is a quality listener, and we appreciate her. She too. watches, I, I swear to God, this is true. She has watched every Sharks game for the past two years at least, and she has never listened to the podcast. I swear. So she's brilliant. I swear. That's she's absolutely brilliant. true. She's brilliant. Absolutely true. It, I don't. I don't think she actually understands what. It, I'm sure she doesn't understand what really what a podcast is. And you know, you know how you get. You know, you're the IT guy with your parents. You're just like, I don't know if this is one I'm going to go that far and actually explain it. Yeah, I think. I think my dad listens. Oh, pretty nice. sure. Yeah, pretty sure. But your mom doesn't. No. Oh. No, my mom's a baseball fan. Oh, I see. she she tolerates hockey. But Does I, she listen to Giants podcasts? Oh, uh, no. Oh no. I don't think so. Okay. Listen, it can be our dude. Enough about other sports, dude. Yeah. We have hockey starting on Wednesday, dude. Lots Wednesday of Sharks in LA. Martin Jones, the Revenge of the Kings, dude. Pete DeBoer's debut, Rafi Torres on the shelf. Dude, so much to talk about. Plus, we have to do our Vegas picks. Plus, we have an unsettled roster. No captain still mm-hmm. as we're recording, dude. Where should we start? Dude, let's start with Rafi Torres. All right. Someone actually said, let's start with new captain. If we're going to do Periscope, we need to take requests. New captain, dude. Do we have to abide by these requests? Of course, dude. What's the point of interacting live with our listeners if we don't listen to what they have to say? Oh, we can listen. We can just defy all their wishes. True. Rafi Torres. Rafi Torres All right, so let's go with Rafi Torres. Okay. Dude, how did you feel... When you found out that Rafi Torres gave a headshot to Silverberg and has been su- suspended indefinitely. Dude, what did I text you when that happened? Uh, you know what you I said. I te- you it was so memorable you remembered. Can you pick up a quart of milk? <laughs> oh, that's not you. That wasn't me. Um, that's your wife. Mid-season form. That's what I said. And he's then in mid said he's in mid-season form. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um dude, I guess there was somewhere inside of me that I wanted to believe that he understood that he couldn't do that anymore. I mean, I know that's one of the things that's a plus to having Torres is that he, everyone is fearful of him that he may do it. I was kind of hoping he wouldn't actually do it. <laughs> Um, At least not until not the even, season begins. He's not even played a regular game. He's barely healthy. And then he goes out and runs somebody in the final preseason game. I think the most disappointing thing about it is that let's say he's suspended. I mean, I can't even guess how long it's going to be. 
It's not technically a repeat offender. Because I'll say over a, under eight games. What you got? Um, I'm going to take the over, dude. You take the over yeah, on they, eight because I think they hate him. Like, I mean, sure. And now it's a different regime, right? It's not Shanahan anymore. He's busy screwing up the Maple Leafs, but right. Um, I Been think well done before. Yeah, I think they're going to give him ten at least, and I think um, the question is, can we trust him at all moving forward? Do you have any trust in him to play him anymore? What if he does that during a playoff game? I think and he, a five-minute major, you're done. That I could think be he's the got, season. I think he's got a little bit more more judgment than that. Really? Don't you? Really? Okay, well, maybe well, not. I mean, did he when, get when did the last time he got suspended <laughs> yeah, he was got in a suspended playoff the playoffs game, dude? Last time. <laughs> and I seem to remember it ruining the entire year. Oh, great. So, you know, I, I question... How I I have a Torres shirt. I'm a fan yeah. of him when he plays under control, but I don't know if we can trust him moving forward. He seems to still have terrible judgment. But isn't this isn't this what you get when you get Rafi Torres? I you guess. get a guy who's playing on that edge. Sure. I mean, I, I guess I wanted him to stay on the the proper side of the edge, well, dude. If you don't know where the edge, if if you're that far away from the edge, then you're not playing close to the edge, are you? Right? So we're, get, we're getting a question then. If he is not on the team on opening night... Well, he's going to be suspended well, on sure. opening Well, sure. Well, then who's going to rise up and take his spot on the fourth line is what someone is asking here. On Delightful Periscope. I'm enjoying this. Are you? Sure. I like it because we don't have any prep. Remember when we did those videos and Chris had like eight tripods and... All these monitors and yeah, things. Like a, this is a, I'm just like, yeah. you know, we have the phone and That's right. whatever. It's fine. Um I think that, you know, if they're gonna go with a, a fourth line guy, I mean, you could see Barclay Goudreau be yeah. the recipient of that of that playing time. Um Don't get distracted, dude, with Periscope. <laughs> We're supposed to be recording a <laughs> podcast here. Sorry, there's all kinds of funny comments coming on. I like really? this. Yeah, dude, it's just kind of fun. It is kind of fun. Um, it's better than Jeff cooking dinner. I, I watched <laughs> Jeff the Drug cooking dinner earlier. Um, it's better than that. So hey, look at that kind of piece. <laughs> In the end, where do you stand with Torres? I mean, are you just like, this is what you get, and when he's back, you play him, and good luck to everyone? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I hate to say it, but this is what you get, right? Okay. I guess so. I, I mean, I mean, this is what you get. Sure. I mean, it, the, I mean that that hit. I, I think Kevin Kerr's posted the the best view of it. I can't. I don't know exactly where Kerr's got the got the angle. <laughs> it doesn't look good. No, it wasn't good. And he <laughs> could have come. He could could have totally backed off. It looked like it right. just. And I think part. I think the length of the suspension will partially hinge on how hurt Silverberg is. And it seems like he's not hurt. So right. Maybe they'll have some leniency on Torres. But if I had to guess, it's going to be ten games. That's just a purely uneducated speculative guess that sounds good to me i mean that sounds about right so moving forward into the season right there's some unanswered questions in terms of roster spots there were no answers today while other teams are making their final cuts the sharks did not Mm -hmm. i mean they still have some you know who's the sixth defenseman who's going to play uh on the wing on the top line right you know uh, did goldobin make the team you know Mm -hmm. uh who takes Torres' spot and uh how comfortable are you feeling with Martin Jones? I mean, so those are all a bunch of questions that, that we have. Going the forward. last question We're, is clearly the easiest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, go ahead, dude. I mean, I how mean, are you feeling? Uh, 
Martin Jones, what, 970 save percentage of the preseason? Right. Um, okay, sign me up. Yeah, sure. have fun. It's preseason, but you got to feel pretty damn good about it. Ship it is what I say. <laughs> Ship it. Yeah. This guy looks like the real deal kind of goalie that the Sharks had been developing on their own for years, and now they seem to hit a goalie drought, and here we are, dude. Uh, if he can live up to his preseason play in the regular season, this will be a player that will have an impact on this franchise for years, dude, for years. Yeah. Yeah. So It's hard not to get overexcited at sure. this point. Uh, of course. And, and, and that has been what's been lacking so severely in the Sharks' play, not just in the regular season, but in the postseason, more specifically in the postseason. Because, I mean, Niemi had a Vesna finalist season a couple years ago. But in the postseason, they just have always fallen short. And if this guy can find a way to raise his game, you know, it could be a difference maker for the Sharks in a year where, you know, um, in the Western Conference, I don't know if there's a clear front runner. I don't know if there's a clear front runner that I would put all my chips on right. as I would, you know, on some other teams. In the Eastern Conference. Sure. Yeah. And I think someone someone commented this also makes the rivalry with uh, L.A. that much sweeter, right? It, wouldn't it be great oh, yeah. to see Milan Lucic be an albatross of a contract in two years and Martin Jones be an... I won't go so far as saying elite goaltender because then I'm getting way too excited, but I will say a, a very good goaltender in a couple years, a franchise goaltender, right? and the Kings are eating it with Lucic's contract. That would be That would be so fantastic. Sweet. It'd be fantastic. Well, uh, L.A. has some karma coming their way, so hopefully uh, they'll continue some of the bad times down there. And I mean, opening night, we'll see it firsthand. I mean, yeah. you know, how big are Martin Jones' cojones? You know, is he going to go down there and stone his old team? That would be amazing. How sweet would that be? It'd be awesome. I want it to happen so bad. Well, dude, I guess we should get to the captaincy question, although I know we've sort of not spent a lot of time on it the last few podcasts. Because is it a question? I don't think it is. I, I mean, if it's not Joe... How Pavel- shocked will you be if it's not Joe Pavelski? And if it's not Joe Pavelski, then who the hell is it? I think Logan Couture is the other only Ooh. reasonable choice at this point. Yikes. It's so clear they're going the the youth mode... Pavelski's over 30. Is that, that is the only tiniest vote against Joe Pavelski. Joe Pavelski is a, a stone-cold lock as far as I'm concerned. It has to be Joe Pavelski. It's like the biggest yeah. mystery that's not a mystery. Yes, like this, right. We've all known it since last year. Right. Anyone who watched the Stadium Series mm-hmm. TV show saw who was the person that was leading the team in the select footage that they edited, edited together. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. But it was pretty clear. I mean, we've all seen it. We've been watching it. I mean, this guy should be the captain. It would be the best thing for the team. And I hope that that's the direction that they go, dude. Yeah, me too. Are there any other major, you know, preseason, you know, points that we need to address here? I guess the sixth defenseman. Sure. Well, it sure sounds like it's going to be Dylan DeMello. I okay. mean, uh, don't you think? I mean, it just yeah. seems like that that's who's going to be and that Tennyson's going to be the seven and that Mueller's going to play for the Barracuda, which is just fine. People are asking us to talk about Donskoy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, has he done enough to play, you know, 16 minutes on the top line? 
And what happens to Goldobin? You know, does he go down and play for the Barracuda in a regular role, or do you keep him instead of Goudreau to play on the fourth line in a more skilled fourth line with Mike Brown and Ben Smith? <laughs> Sorry, can't even get through it. I mean, you know, where are we? I mean, I, I think that some of the questions that I don't have a clear picture on is, are they going to play Hurdle at center or the wing? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if we have a clear idea of, of what's going on. They've done both. Mm-hmm. Is Chris Tierney going to center the fourth line? Because if Hurdle's going to center the third line... Third line with Wingles and who? Yeah. I, I, third line Wingles. is Wingles and... Well, it, I, it was to start the year, it was Hurdle, Tierney, and Wingles. Right. So if Tierney's on the fourth line, then who's who gets up? Ben Smith? But he's a center. No. I mean, it. it, it there's a lot unknown. Yeah. Because some of these guys haven't played together yet, and we, we haven't quite seen them. Where's Matt Nieto playing? Is Matt Nieto yeah, going to be he's, the third-line winger? Right. He could be. He could isn't, be he, isn't he a little banged up, too? I can't remember. It was, it was Milker Carlson that was Oh, that's up. right. Milker Carlson. Yeah, so we don't I mean, know he's about a guy him. who's not even really in the equation right now. Right. I mean, you got to figure he might just start on the IR. So, might. so a lot of unanswered questions will probably... Donskoy or Goldobin, though, dude. That's oh, Donskoy. I mean, yeah. like, I think it's, yeah. it's a no-brainer. I mean, Donskoy is the more seasoned, experienced player overseas. I'd rather see Goldobin be the star of the Barracuda, really get some of that Red Wings seasoning, you know, just <laughs> right. play... Be the stud there, dominate the AHL, be like a 60-point guy there, and that you feel like when you bring him up, he's ready you mm-hmm. know, to, to fulfill that role. But here's the other thing. It's not nearly as expensive now as it used to be to send a guy down to the Barracuda. I mean, you can right. literally bring a guy up one day, send him down the next, bring him up the sure. next day, and send him down the one after that. And it's nice to have some top six insurance, I think, in Goldobin that if someone went down, you have a, a skilled young player that you can bring up. You don't basically burn a day every time you send right. a guy up and down. I mean, they yeah. could. I think my gut feeling is that Donskoy will start the season, but if he flags, they yeah. might they might be very quick to pull the trigger and sure. bring up Goldobin. And and when Milker Carlson comes back, you don't know where Pete DeBoer considers his roster spot to be. When McClellan was playing him in the top six, right, and he did. Well, in a short sample size, so maybe he's just keeping the seat warm. There's still a lot of unanswered questions, but certainly some things to look forward to. And things are going to play out as the season starts to go along, dude. Um, Shall we... What should we do? Because we usually do a season preview. Right. But we can't really do that until we do our draft, because then otherwise we're spilling what we think right. about all of these teams. Dude. I think we have to do the draft, and we have to do it quickly, because this is, as everybody knows, this is boring. So, <laughs> Not boring for me. All right. So, dude, um, you keep score since my I'm locked out okay. of the internet here. Dude. All right. You're so, locked out. Dude, as the loser, as you always are the loser, dude, Thank you, you for get to me. decide if you're going to pick first or second or third. So okay. what are you going to do? Dude, it's a really good question. And last year, some people may remember, I took the second and third picks, and I wisely chose two teams that didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> so I will think I will stay. No, I won't stay with that. I'm going to take number one, and I'm going to take Tampa Bay. I knew you were going to do that. I have to. Okay. I have so. to. Because my, the question was, would I rather have both Chicago and, 
I don't know who your third pick is going to be. I'm not going to reveal who I think the third pick is going to be because that may influence your decision. But I have to, I have to assume Chicago is either number two or number three. And would I rather have Tampa Bay or would I rather have those two teams? And the answer is I would rather have Tampa Bay. And I said, I'm worried about Stamkos. And my friend said, oh, you're worried about Stamkos in a contract year? And I said, you're right. It's Tampa. Number one, <laughs> Tampa. That's a good pick, dude. That was my number one pick as well, as you know, since you looked at my rankings. Uh, dude. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, all's fair in love in Vegas. I'm dude. happy to take the Anaheim Ducks, although I'm not happy to take the Anaheim Ducks because it right. makes me want to throw up. Okay. But that is who I am taking next, dude. Yeah. And then um, I will take... God. Um, I'm going to take the... New York Rangers, because wow. I do not want any piece of the total disaster that's going to happen in the team you're going to take next. I'm gonna t- I have to take Chicago. Go ahead. I have to. They're going to be a train wreck, dude, and you're going to feel guilty. No. <laughs> okay. And? And I will take the LA Kings. Go <laughs> enjoy. Yeah. I have to. I have to. Those are the two picks you're going to look back at. And laugh. Yeah, those maybe those teams will both miss the playoffs. At least I'll be consistent year, okay. year to year. Here I go. Go. Uh, my sleeper pick, dude, I knew you would not take them. They were my sleeper last year. I'm taking them probably you're gonna take too Washington soon. I'm taking you're Washington. Because you're an idiot. I'm not an idiot, dude. You're an idiot. Dude, you say that all the time, and we're going to play this back, dude. Washington, dude. Washington. Great okay? goaltending, not enough D. Okay, and the other team I'm going to take, I don't really believe in them, but... There's something that thinks it could be maybe St. Louis's year. I'm going to take St. Louis. I'm glad you took St. Louis so I don't have to because I was very torn about St. <laughs> Louis. And now I'm going to take two more picks that are really, really stupid. So I might as well get, get them over with. One is Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. I got to enjoy. Take. They Pitt- got great D. Phil Kessel could score 80 freaking points. He should. He, he could. He might. Okay. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. And then, jeez, um, this, this next one is a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the opposite of Pittsburgh and take Montreal because they have great goaltending as opposed to crappy goaltending, so I'll take Montreal. Um, I'm going to take the Minnesota Wild. I figured you would. And I will take the Detroit Red Wings. Okay. So we got that. Okay. You keep attracted? I'm trying. Okay. Yeah. Detroit's all the way down there. Um, okay, so uh, wow. See, now it's like it's it's sort of a who cares situation. Um, I have a sleeper pick, but it's still way too early to take it here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take the New York Islanders, um, and I will take. Uh, I mean, I'll take the Flames. But, ah, but um, you know. All right. Although, um, I th- although I'll talk more about the Flames when we get to the season preview. Dude, who you got? I'll take Columbus. Okay. And I will take... Yes, Columbus and... Ottawa. Ottawa, wow. Okay. Um, because this team did so well, I can't let it go any longer. I have to take uh, Nashville here. Even though, you know, I can't believe in them too hard. But at this, at this level, it's just a good value pick. What else can I do? And I will take Winnipeg. Dude? Dude, I will take the Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. And 
I will take the. Mm -hmm. I will take the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. Good. This is a perfect time for me to take my sleeper pick, which is the Dallas Stars. Yeah. Any team with Auntie Niemi and Gold, you. <laughs> It's not hey, going to do jack. It's not on Tiniemi. It's Carrie Lennon, No, dude. it's not, dude. It's all different. That's, that's, a, that's a train wreck, and you enjoy that terrible pick. I will, and I'll take uh, Boston here. Uh, Might as well. Yep. Okay. Um, now we're in the dregs of society. Yeah, who, nobody cares um, at this point. I will take Vancouver, okay. and I will take the Flyers. Um, okay. Flyers, I will take uh, the Avs and the Sabres. I will take the Leafs, dude. I will take the <laughs> Leafs. And okay. I will take the, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> uh, okay. So now you got to pick. So here's what always happens, everybody. So whoever we don't take... Makes the playoffs. Makes the playoffs. Last year, we did not take Calgary. They made the playoffs. So, dude, cement a playoff team right now. Okay, I'll, I'll cement Arizona as a playoff team because they're terrible. I'm going to take the Devils. <laughs> okay, here we go. They, they, they sent down their only decent player to junior. So they're Nice, dude. Well, yeah. there we have it. There we and, have it. And uh, I feel confident that I have the winner. And as always, dude, good luck. Yeah. And no, thanks really. for a trip. Yeah. You're, you're so welcome. <laughs> you're so welcome. Well, shall we do our season preview now that we've kind of talked through and made our picks, dude? Where should we start? Are we getting any comments from people as we're, uh, what do people think? Yeah, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's see what they got here. You look. I don't know what I'm, I'm trying uh, to keep track uh, of. Uh, people have dropped off okay. through our terrible drafting, dude. I figured. So uh, people who are, are watching on Periscope, who do you think has the winner here? Me? It's clearly me. Tampa Bay is me. clearly the best pick. Dude, I remember reading something that no team has gone to back-to-back -back finals like and won on the second year uh, in a while. Someone is saying, Doug has the winner. Thank you. Think bigger. Uh, anybody your else? Your dad just said that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's one person. <laughs> I would have picked Tampa Bay first. I'm just trying to make myself feel better. Okay. All right, dude. Well, where should we start? Should we start with the Atlantic Division? Sure. Dude? We'll start in the East, as we generally do. The Atlantic Division is probably the less exciting of the two Eastern Divisions, so we might as well get it out of the way. Um, you know, Now we're dealing with only four divisions as opposed to six, so we have eight teams in the Atlantic. Dude, who's going to win the Atlantic Division, in your opinion? Oh, Tampa Bay is going to win the Atlantic Division. Right, You're right. going to be so surprising if they did not. They didn't um, last year. Yeah, I mean, but but I think this year they, that team is just an offensive juggernaut. I think the only question, and you mentioned it earlier, is if they struggle a little bit, you know, will they be distracted by mm -hmm. the Stamkos situation? Because I don't know if it's a lock that he's going to stay. Right. Like, I mean, I think it's very possible that he might go be the savior in Toronto. Well, yeah, that, that's the biggest downside of picking Tampa Bay is if he decides that he wants to test the market and then Tampa Bay has to deal him. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. And, and we've seen them be backed into this corner before, you know, mm -hmm. with Martin St. Louis. It's but, a little bit of a different situation, but... I just can't imagine a scenario where they would trade Stamkos midseason. Like, I just, if he says I'm testing the market, 
No, they no. I I still think even if he says that, you can't trade him because, um, first of all, I don't know what Toronto could even give you that would come anywhere close to value. That's a good point. And the other point is, if you're Steven Stamkos, they're not close to anything. I mean, right. they they yeah. got some prospects, but they don't have prospects the way Edmonton and sure. Buffalo do. And so he's going to waste his peak years for a team that really has no shot. Well, I, I mean, mean it's Vegas, possible that, I mean... Vegas odds are the worst right. for Toronto. They're sure. tied with Arizona 200 to 1. Dude, I, I'm not saying that's the right... I think it would be stupid if he right. did that. Mm-hmm. But people have done really stupid things that's true. before. Yeah. So it, um, we can't get inside his head, and we don't know what he's thinking. And he'd be silly to leave what Iserman has built in Tampa Bay, which, you know, if they all stay together, could be a team that could contend for cups for several years. Mm-hmm. Young team, exciting, good goaltending, good D, you know, good players at all the key positions, yeah. right? Oh, and yeah. People seem to want to play there in a city that's not really known for being an awesome hockey market. No, so, no. I mean, Tampa Bay would be first for me. Um, you know, I, I think Detroit, Montreal, it's a toss-up between two and three. Montreal, they, they, they can't score, and they didn't really fix how they can score. Mm-hmm. You know, they're no. going to be defense and boredom, and, right. you know, that'll be how they'll have to try and eke out an existence. You know, Detroit, the whole thing with them will always be, are Zetterberg and Datsuk healthy? Right. Datsuk already starting the year on the IR, I think. So, I mean, not off to a great start. And Cronwall's not young, and like none of these guys are yeah, young anymore. I mean, so, but they do have some good young players. They absolutely you know, that, do. That are impact players. When I was looking at their roster, I was like, gosh, you know, then they added Mike Green. I mean, someone just put added that on Periscope. Thank yeah. you very much. <clears throat> and he is going to help with some of their offensive deficiencies on the power play. Mike Green... Uh, Although he was on the third pairing in Washington. I know, but he's not... He he won't be asked, I don't think, to play those even-strength minutes. I mean, he, he should be playing four or five minutes on the power play every night. That's true. And, you know, he could really help that team with so much skill, quarterback that power play. Could make a huge difference. Or it could blow up in their face. I still no, think sure. Montreal's the number two team in that division. Okay. I still think Montreal... It's hard to argue. I they can't don't, argue they that. Don't, you're right, though. They don't have an elite score. They... They never have a, even a 70-point score there. They have Pacioretty, and they have all these other guys. Can Gauchenyuk step up? Subban's probably the best defenseman in the league. They almost, for certain, have the best goaltender in the league. It's hard to bet against a team like that. Um, after that, the question is, Ottawa made the playoffs. Boston did not. And you you had Florida pretty high in our draft, dude. Is that, does that mean you I you're... don't like Boston. I think Boston is headed for the toilet majorly. Like they made Their some... only saving grace is that if... Dougie Hamilton was some sort of problem in the locker room. Can they rebound without him? But they didn't replace him. Like they, they didn't replace him with Tory any. Corey Krug could step up. No, I don't, I don't think. I think that is. You're then losing. Who's then taking Tory Krug's spot? Yeah. Like you, you didn't replace those guys. It's not just them. I mean, it's other players that they got rid of. You know, they lose Soderberg. They lose Lucic. Yeah. You know, yeah. Chara is. Old. Old and on the decline. Krejci is, is barely healthy. Mm-hmm. And you can't count on him. I think, you know, they made, I mean, Jimmy Hayes. I mean, like if there are people are trying to sell you on Jimmy Hayes, like that's like, <laughs> that's not good. Like that's not a good thing, dude. Like I, I think Boston, the Louis Erickson thing just never worked out like that. Yeah. It never, they're it in didn't. trouble. I think yeah. they're on the decline right. and, um, 
I think they Florida, have Florida, I think, could pass them. I think they could very well pass them because they've got a young team that made some strides last year, another year together with some more young talent. I think that they could pass Boston. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Will they pass Ottawa? I think it's possible. Yeah. And I think Ottawa, you know, I think we're all not sure how they did what they did, but uh, they seem to have some sort of magic formula. Carlson is extremely dynamic. Number one, number two, him and Subban. They're exciting. And with Craig Anderson and the Hamburglar, I mean, maybe they can kind of keep it going or maybe they're going to eat it royally. But I still like them both more than I like Boston. I think Boston is trending down. I have to agree with you there, but I'd still pick Ottawa over Florida. Bobby Ryan had a really off year last year. He Mm -hmm. shot at a terribly low rate, way lower than his his whole career average, like way lower than anything he's ever done. Bobby Ryan's going to have a bounce back here. I think Ottawa's going to make the playoffs. But you're right. I think Boston's they have enough raw talent to do it, but everything has to break right for those guys or else they're dead. So, and then Toronto and Buffalo is Buffalo going to have any noticeable bump with Eichel in the lineup? I or, think so. You think so? Oh yeah. I mean, I think the East is, I mean, they were so God awful last year. Yeah, they have oh, to be somewhat no, better. I think that they'll, there's going to be excitement in that city for hockey for the first time in a long time. Yep. And I think the team, I mean, it's not just Eichel. I mean, they're going to have a Vander Kane going now too. True. So you look at what they have, you know, they've got, you know, uh, Eichel, Evander Kane, they have uh, um, Bennett. Ryan O'Reilly, someone Ryan O'Reilly, right? I mean, like, uh, they've got, you know, some young centers. I like this Periscope thing. They think of all the stuff we didn't think of. Sure, of course. Uh, Their D is a question mark. You know, I mean, they don't have, you know, a lot past uh, Bogosian and Josh Georges, right? (laughs) And I'm not a big Robin Leonard guy, you know, um, anyways. But they're going in the right direction, I think they'll be annoying. They'll be sort of like the Islanders were a couple of years ago. They'll yeah. be annoying. They're yeah. not going to be easy to play against anymore. No, they and should Eichel, be able to score. And Eichel's got some elite. I saw I saw a couple highlights of the preseason, and that dude is just dynamic. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty impressive watching him play against NHL players. And with Toronto, is Toronto going to be one of those teams with a bunch of ragtag veterans just, just kind of overachieves because they're playing? No, they suck. Well, dude, I mean, but they've got like a bunch of... I mean, we've seen this with uh, how Florida kind of made a playoff run that year that they had a bunch of like weird well they had scott mellenby right i mean they had a bunch of weird players like together and and they just kind of like got in there on like character and dental floss or whatever they were doing so you would you would characterize toronto as a character team now well i think that they've added some players and they've added a coach dude i'm not saying they're gonna win the stanley cup (laughs) i know i'm just saying it's gonna be interesting to see what happens there this year i don't think it's gonna be interesting i think they're gonna be terrible okay well there you have it dude let's move on to the metro metro dude um let's see rangers i think uh it's pretty obvious you took the rangers number two i uh, i did i I don't know if i would have taken them that high but it's clearly the rangers of the class of the metropolitan i took them because i felt like i had i feel like i have the western conference representative in the stanley cup finals in the ducks and i think Aside from Tampa Bay, the Rangers and the Caps are the next two teams that have the best shot. So I want to make sure that I had both of them. Right. And um, the Rangers with, you know, the king and goal is always amazing. And they have certainly lost something when losing St. Louis. But they've got some exciting young forwards. Their D combination is Elite, yes, you know, absolutely, and a full year of Keith Yandel should be very exciting for them. 
And I mean, listen, I want another Stanley Cup for this man right here, Dan Boyle. I do too. I do. So I I have to pick with my heart, and that's why I took the Rangers probably a little higher than I should have. But I will enjoy rooting for them, where I would want to vomit rooting for the Blackhawks this year. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I think New York is a is a fun team to watch. They got an interesting mix of of all those things that you need. They got the young guys. They got guys like Dan Boyle, and then they got just stalwart guys like Dan Girardi. And right. They got guys who can be amazing, like Rick Nash. They, they sort of have everything. So why no love for the Caps, dude? Why are you hating on the Caps? Because, for one, their defense just isn't good, and that's always been their problem. And two, I just I can't see it. I, I mean, Barry Trotz, I think, maybe has made a difference. I, I, I grant you that, but I am just not going to be a believer until I see something real. They go to the playoffs, and it's just like... Do you know, feel like last year was more real? No, not particularly. Okay, well, um, I felt like I saw an improvement in that team, uh, a step forward. I think adding uh, TJ Oshie yeah. is is a strong move, and uh, they added somebody else too. Which, oh, um, Justin Williams, you That's know, right. so... I mean, those are two... I'm glad they don't have to play the Sharks. I mean, Justin, Justin Williams, Williams I mean, in, in the playoffs is about as clutch as you come. Yeah, he's like and, Reggie frigging right, Jackson. You've got those two guys now. You've got some of those other young, exciting Russian players. I think Holpe really took a step forward. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him with that big contract. But I like the Caps as much as I like the Rangers. And I think they could be a team that makes you eat your words, dude. Eat it. Dude. What else you I've got? I've eaten it enough. <laughs> I, you know, Penguins are a stupidly foolish pick, yet kind of fun because they have Phil Kessel and they could just score at will. True. Um, so that's why I I took Pittsburgh uh, ahead of the Islanders, which may not have been the best move, but the Islanders have what is now I think a perennial hard candidate in John Tavares. Finally, uh, you know, certainly the. The, the most heralded prospect since Sidney Crosby, now the Connor McDavid's in the league. It's Connor McDavid, but certainly John Tavares, everybody's like, this guy is going to be amazing, and he's finally gotten there. I'll, albeit on the island, they're going to be in Brooklyn this year. That's going to be different. They might get a little bit more uh, notice, I guess, in the Big Apple, which I don't know if that's going to hurt or help them, but I, I'm still going Pittsburgh because it's hard to bet against Crosby, Malkin, and uh, Phil Kessel, and if Latang stays healthy, that team could still be very, very good. I like the Islanders, dude. Um, I think that was a great pick. I would have totally wanted to pick them. I was kind of hoping they might slip beyond your radar, dude. Um, they're an exciting team. They're fun to play for. I love that Garston has huge cojones. Mm-hmm. He will go out there and make a big move. If they're close, you know he's not afraid to do that. I love that in a GM. I think that if the Islanders are in the mix, you know, they're going to do what they need to do to get even better. I do not like the Penguins, dude. I think that's similar to the, the Bruins situation. I think old man Jim Rutherford is ruining that team. Mm. Like he has pushed in everything to get Phil Castle gave up, you know, some young players. He'll continue to try and do that. You look at the young blue line, their defense is very questionable. Latang, you cannot count on him to be healthy. You can't really count on Mata to be healthy either. Like those guys have both had some pretty major health concerns. Their bottom lines are not good, dude. I think Pittsburgh is 
uh, not going to make the playoffs because I think my boys, the Columbus Blue Jackets, are going to make the playoffs. And talk about a team that owns the Penguins. I mean, like that's a yeah. nightmare for them. And they missed the most games in the NHL last season due to injury. So they the, got a the better Penguin, goalie. The Penguins got screwed. They got I mean, the, the Blue Jackets. They got the Bob. They got a sod, yeah. which makes them better. Um, I think in a full year, of David Clarkson. Don't forget that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I, I mean, I, they didn't have any problems scoring goals. I yeah. mean, it's going to be their defense too is also an issue, but I think their D is a little bit better than Pittsburgh's and they've got a better goalie. So they give up 40 more goals than Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know. Year. I mean, but, but they were, they were throwing out some pretty bizarre people yeah. there at times. Yeah. So, um, and the flyers, they're just, oh. yeah, I mean, that, the flyers, the devils and the hurricanes are really the, like the three worst teams in the East, I think. Probably, yeah. Right? I, yeah. Uh, the Flyers, I... I feel I bad know. for Claude Giroux. He's like wasting all of his peak yeah. years. I don't know what they're going to do. They're really stuck in a very strange middle ground. Like they have some good young players and then they have a, Just no enough. veteran support yep. around them. Their D is brutal. And Carolina is not... Attempting to make the playoffs right now, they need to figure out what they're going to do. They just and suck. Then, yeah, I mean, Carolina's well, I mean, terrible. But they've, and got, but they've got some young pieces. Like I think that they're they they're maybe not tra- doing. They need to trade Eric Stahl. Well, they, they need they, to trade Cam and, Ward, and they might. And then that might. This yeah. might be the year that would be that they the best thing they could do this year. This might be the year that they do that. Just trade those guys. Sure. Okay, Central Division, dude. We're going back to you. Okay. Oh, we got a comment. I can't see what it says. Eric Stahl may get traded. I I totally agree with you. I yeah. think Eric Stahl may get traded. I think. Not only may he get traded, they should definitely trade him. There's no reason for a guy that good and that old to be in Carolina because they have no chance. Sure. All right, dude. We're going to the Central. It was kind of a weird final standings. Chicago was number three in the division behind the Blues and the Predators. Sure. Do you see that, anything like that, happening again? Well, I think Chicago, it's it's such an unknown because, I mean, they... Let's pretend the Patrick Kane thing doesn't even exist, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No Patrick Sharp. No Christopher Stieg, mm-hmm. no Sod, mm-hmm. no Oduya. Johnny Oduya. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's a big deal. You know what I mean? That's right. a really big deal. They lost four really important players from there. And now no Bickle. I mean, the, he's off the team. Yeah. And they've replaced him with guys who I like Trevor Daly. You yeah. know, I yeah. think that that was a nice pickup for Sharp to get Daly. Um, the players that they got from Columbus, I mean, um, Anisimov, I mean, is is fine, but I mean, he could flourish right. in Chicago, right? Yeah. Or he could be, you know, a 40 point meh. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the other young players, they might not be ready to step up. Uh, Chicago could take a step back. I mean, it's still a playoff team, but, but not, I mean, this could be St. Louis's time to push past them, dude. This could be the time. It could be, but any team that has Taves, Kane, Hosa, and, uh, Duncan Keith. It's an elite team. Yeah. Period. But it's so hard to repeat, dude. It is so hard to repeat. I agree with you. And and those which guys, is why I didn't take them first. And those guys, I think, you know, it's going to be natural to be tired. It's going to be natural to be hard to get up for the start of the season. It's going to be natural to be distracted, especially if, how this Patrick Kane thing is going to play out, and we don't know. But I mean, if he ends up getting arrested. Like, well, what's going to happen? Like, right. what's going to happen to that team? Oh, they're dead. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be very, very hard for them to get around that. Or Q could have them in an us-against-the-world type situation, and they could rally. Sure. I mean, I don't know. but So, dude, the other question of the of it is, 
can Nashville get anywhere close to where they were no, last year? No, a you think mirage. they're going to? Yeah, fade? a mirage. I think that they they got a huge bump from a new coach, an exciting coach in Laviolette. Mm-hmm. The team rallied behind him. Players played way over their heads. I think that that team is going to progress, and that you're going to see Minnesota take that spot. I think they'll end up flip flopping. See, I don't believe in Minnesota. No, I do. I don't. I don't. They got Suter and Parise years ago. It hasn't happened yet. Years ago. 2012. Yeah. Years ago. Years. Back ago. in the day. Years and years ago. <laughs> it was two or three years ago they okay. got those guys. And we haven't. We got Joe Thornton years ago, dude. I know. Years ago. Years ago. But they, they got those guys quite a while ago. I think we're going to see a regression in goaltending. Dubnik got paid. And that guy's going to go down. Okay. I just, I am not a believer in the wild. I'm just, I can't. I, that, that's the team for me that they seem to have all the pieces, but I don't know if they're going to be able to put it together. I just don't see it happening. All so right. they're, well, they're the team I, I am not, I think I'd rather have Winnipeg than those guys. Wow. I know. See, I mean, Winnipeg, I, I just don't believe in their goaltending. I know that he, uh, Pavlovich was, was better last year, but I still don't think long term he's a guy that can, can get it done. And, I mean, they didn't really do anything to. They got, I think they got uh, Bufflin in a contract year. I yeah, mean, it could be good. I mean, that's true. I mean, or if they're middle ground, and they know they can't pay Bufflin the seven million dollars that he's going to get on the open market, at least mm-hmm. they might have to deal him. So, and that will cripple them. Yeah. So, um, we are mentioning. We are mentioning my. Uh, I know. Well, my, I think- my. my my, Your sleeper, my sleeper pick? is which is the Dallas Stars. Wow. Bad the- defense, bad goaltending, dude. I Patrick Sharp is not that good. I think you're overestimating his Art impact Ross, on this team. Yeah, the Art Ross winner and Tyler Sagan to feed him. Sure, I mean those guys are great, fun players, and they have Johnny Oduya. They had they had those two guys last year, dude, and they sucked. Did I mention Johnny Oduya? <laughs> I, I, they're I th- up and coming. I think the stars are up and coming. Yeah, I think they're misguided. I think that they should have been focusing more on getting better long term instead of th- making short sighted moves to try and you know make some sort of move now. You know, I mean, the acquisitions that they made were things to try and get into playoffs today, which I don't think they have a shot of winning anything. So. Uh, with that defense. Now, maybe they can... I mean, if they add Dustin Bufflin or something like that, then then maybe it's a little bit of a different story. But you end up trading away a Trevor Daly. I mean, I think that hurts you you know, more than it helps you, especially when Patrick Sharp is... Did I mention Johnny Oduya? ...is not the guy he used to be. All right? Oduya's solid, dude. Oduya's solid. But he's kidding. not a difference maker you, in sure. that way. He's a role player. Uh, they could surprise people. I just... I, I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but they could surprise some people. Okay. What about the Avs, dude? I don't know what to think about this. Well, these guys. the Avs, I mean, you know... They were so good two years were, ago. They were, and their their young players just really seem to struggle. Um, nobody's really seemed... It seemed not to have direction. It's funny right. that, you know, Patrick Waugh... I mean, could he get fired yeah. this year? It's very possible. He could get fired by Joe Sackett. He could get fired, you yeah. know, and... Uh, if he's not able to to write where they're going, but they also seem to have a very flawed roster, you know that they don't have. But they got Boschman too. Yeah, they they have Brad Stewart. Boschman, I love I, I love Boschman. Yeah. like I mean, I think he's a good player. It's still really strange that he but decided to go a, there. That's not a player that team needs. No, not not for that team. No, dude, we're we're down to it. We're down to the Pacific. 
All right, dude. Well, I mean, I think we would both agree that the Ducks are the favorite to win the Pacific. There's no doubt. Correct? I yeah. mean, they... They're built to win now. They're the B, built to win the now. The BX for Boschman's uh, substitution, I find to be a questionable decision. Right. Since they seem to do it, did it intentionally. But... Um, Hagelin for... Adding Hagelin is just a, a brilliant move. Not fair. Um, Not fair. And they made a, a couple other small moves. I mean, I think they added Chris Stewart, you know, which is... I mean, well, that's good depth, you know, and they still have some good young players um, that we're not sure how far they're going to grow. So uh, the Ducks are definitely, the, unfortunately, yeah. you know, the team to beat in the Pacific, and I think the best team in the West. is. So where, where, I guess the, the question after we get to the Ducks, the question is where do the Sharks sit? I think the Sharks sit second. Dude. You do? I do. I think the Sharks sit second because I think overall the Kings are... Uh, I don't see how they fixed their scoring issues. They didn't, you know. They they got worse in that department. I think getting rid of Justin Williams and adding Milan Lucic does not fix your scoring, right? And you know, um, you know, losing Martin Jones, a quality backup goalie to support Quick. If Quick gets hurt, has more health problems again. You know, mm-hmm. you're turning to Jonas Enroth, which I think is a ma- major, yeah. Blow. I mean, they did add Christian Ehrhoff to take the place of uh, the Russian Fleer. Yeah, you know, Slava which is a, a nice addition. But I, I think that the mojo for the Kings, I think it's gone. I mean, I feel like it's kind of gone. God, I, I, I hope don't, you're I right. I don't believe in it anymore. I think that they had a great run, but that magic of that roster and the chemistry that they had, I think too many of those guys have disappeared. Hmm. And... I think they're going to have a hard time recapturing it, dude. That is what I want. So I see the That's Sharks fitting in second here. Okay. What about like a, a team that really surprised somebody like the Flames? Yeah. Or would, you, would you put the Flames third then? Um, I think so. But although I do think that they're in for a bit of a reality check. I think they have to be. But um, they still have a, a lot of really great young players. Mark Giordano could win the North. Yeah, and they, they kept it's it all possible. together. Um, they had so many guys who just played way beyond expectations. Yeah. You know, Yuri Hudler, I mean, yeah. can, can he really 70 points again, no. you know, a uh, Weidman, a great year, Chris Russell, you know, I mean, these guys just playing kind of out of bounds, you know, for them. Can they repeat it? I don't know if they could repeat it, but the fact that there are some other very weak teams in this division makes me think they've still got a shot. But I think the Sharks are 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 notch above them. Okay, okay, and I think I think Vancouver falls all the way below Edmonton this year. I agree. This is the year for Vancouver to just finally just tank. Yeah, and it makes me uh, warm inside. It makes me happy. Yeah, Edmonton with a, an elite coach like Todd McClellan and some direction under their new GM, they should take a step forward for the first time mm-hmm. in a long time. That franchise is going to take a step forward, and you can't help but take a step forward, I think, when you have a superstar in Connor McDavid on your roster. Right, exactly. So um, they'll Man. finally become relevant in some way. I think they'll be in the mix. I, I think that team, they will be around. They'll be around. They'll mm. be around. I don't near think they're the going to be around, but I think they'll be around. They're going to be definitely better. They're going to make people take notice, and people say, in another year or two, Edmonton's going to be the team to beat. Because there's just the, the division is is weak. So it is. You figured they're going to be able to win some games. 
and we haven't even talked about Arizona, and they're 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 going for the number one pick, as far as I can tell. Well, I mean, and in the way the lottery has changed, you know, you could be the worst team, and you could still, you know, your odds are significantly lower. You could get dropped to the number four. You could I drop think. all the way to number four because each the top three picks each has their own lottery now. Yeah. So. Uh, being the worst team doesn't guarantee they're going to get their homegrown kid right next year. Yeah. So, um, but but for them, I think they're they're probably playing it the right way. I mean, what do they have to gain by trying to cobble together some sort of uh, veteran roster, right? Yeah. So uh, play the kids and suck and see what happens. Dude, someone said, thanks for periscoping. It was fun. We're not even done yet. Well, I mean, dude, it, it's a late. It's a work night, dude. You just want people to stay here with us live, all 10 of them. We're like five minutes in. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> Click. <laughs> really fun. Dude. Uh, dude. Yeah. So if you had to pick right now, who are the two teams in the Stanley Cup Finals? Tampa Bay and Anaheim. I think the number one and number two pick. I refuse to pick one of your teams, dude. So I will pick the Capitals and the Sharks. Yeah, dude. Dude. Egg I'm... on your face, dude. How dare you not pick the Sharks, dude? How dare you? How dude. dare you? Sharks win the cup. Dude, take that, everybody. Dude, you know what's going to happen is the Sharks are going to make the finals, and then they're going to lose to Tampa Bay, and I still don't win the bet because That's the right. Sharks are in oh the finals. Oh, my God. I want that. No, I don't want that to happen. No, you don't. But I do want that to happen. A like, little bit, you so do. That would be so funny. A little bit. Finally, Tampa Bay makes it, and you're sitting there going, oh. And the Sharks are down like 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals, and they come roaring back, and there's that part of you that wishes that they don't make it so that you might finally get a trip to Vegas. No, there won't be any part of me. <laughs> I will want the Sharks to make the Stanley Cup Finals because I will be there for every game, and I, it will be crazy. And well, I couldn't can't wait what are reasonable expectations for sharks fans going into this season oh man reasonable expectations dude um i think making the playoffs is a reasonable expectation clearly that's been the goal set forth by the coaching staff and the gm that they want to make the playoffs with joel ward paul martin on the roster martin jones and goal this is a playoff team it should be a playoff team and anything other than a playoff berth is going to be a disappointment I think that the Sharks have to get a significant amount of luck in order to make it past either Chicago or Anaheim. Um, you know, obviously those teams are considerably better, and unless they get really banged up, I think a Shark will be the Sharks will be huge underdogs. So, you know, we're st- unfortunately we're still likely looking at a first or second round exit. If I want to be brutal about it, dude, what do you think, dude? This is my prediction, and I want us to remember it, all right? Okay. The Ducks will be the one seed, all right? The Sharks will be the two. I don't know who's going to be the three. I'm going to say Calgary, just for fun, So maybe the Kings don't make it. Someone said reasonable expectation the Sharks' PK improves. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> That's a baseline expectation. The Ducks are going to draw the Chicago Blackhawks as a wild card team in the first round, and they will knock their asses out dude that is my prediction Boudreaux gets fired for failing again it could happen and then the Sharks find themselves in a situation where they have to go through Chicago but it will be a weaker Chicago side than they've ever had to play before dude and then they meet up with the Minnesota Wild 
in the conference finals, dude, because I can't count on St. Louis, dude. You can't count on St. Louis, dude. You can't count on St. Louis. The Sharks go to the finals, dude. They run all the way. And we find ourselves in June standing shirtless on Santa Clara Street, dude, drinking beer out of a giant tin cup. I I would welcome that. Who's with me? Who's with me? Anybody? Is there anybody left on Periscope? Ten people. Oh, okay, cool. I think they forgot to turn off their phone. <laughs> Dude, I agree with you that um, in all seriousness, I think making the playoffs is a reasonable expectation and that you know that the Sharks should have a decent shot at winning a first-round playoff matchup. Yeah. I mean, they've got a shot. Are they good enough to get past you know, the elite teams in the conference? Probably not. But it depends on what moves DW has in store. You know, yeah. if this team is close, he was very aggressive this offseason. Is he going to buy? Might, especially if he has Torres' salary to play with. <laughs> oh, God. Do you, do you see the Sharks winning opening night in L.A.? Yes. Martin Jones in goal? Yes. Again? I do. Like last year? Yeah, I do. I do see it happening. I think... That this Sharks team, I mean, it'll be a real true testament of uh, how awake they are, Mm -hmm. you know? I would think they'd be very motivated to go in there and make make a point. And again, uh, as to their new coach, who they're all playing for playing time now. I mean, nobody's been given a gift. That's right. So go in there, show that you mean business. Martin Jones is definitely going to have a chip on his shoulder. And... I think the Sharks will win that game, dude. They will win that game. And the game at home on Saturday against the Ducks should yeah. be very, very interesting. That's going to be the outlet. game, especially, you know, with the Torres thing. And, and you know, obviously Torres is very unlikely to be playing. But certainly, I think the last, even the preseason game got a little nasty. I think we're going to really see that rivalry ramp up. And we're going to see some significant physicality in the Ducks game on next Saturday. So I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. And I'm looking forward to another trip to Vegas, dude. Thank you so much. And, uh, dude, 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 Dude. great podcast. Dude, great Periscope. I enjoyed it. All 10 of you. Thank you for, uh, joining us. Actually, we, I think we're up to 18 at one point. So I think a successful Periscope, uh, Periscoping. 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 Yes. Well, you can watch it for another 24 hours. So those of you listening to the podcast right now, you can, I think you can only get it through the app. I don't know that much about Periscope. This is kind of a dumb idea. But anyway, I'm pretty sure you need the app for it, but um, you can get it through the app for the next 24 hours or so. So if you want to see some, not only listen to the podcast, but see some behind the scenes stuff we did before we recorded the podcast, I urge you to get the app. Of course, it's free, and you can follow us, Dudes on Hockey, and do it. And let us know what you thought of the broadcast. Cool. We're getting positive comments, dude, right now. People saying, do it again. Thank you. Do it again. Uh, And uh, we're glad that you enjoyed it. And we'll be back, dude. Thank you so much. All right. Dude, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. See you later. Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.